Hey everybody, welcome back. It's goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from Normals, episode 146, Black and Gold. Hey folks, welcome back. It's goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's Tales from New Orleans. We're, that's the Mardi Gras song. That's the Egg Yolk Jubilee Mardi Gras song. What's, what's, the, na- what's the name of that track? You Show just... your tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll recite the lyrics for you at some point. Oh, nice. It's it pretty funny, man. It really is like, like, I went on OZ a long time ago on, on Mark Stone's show, and I was like, I know everybody's gonna be like, you know, like, oh, you're just taking advantage of some salacious title, you know. And uh, and yes, okay, fine. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, it's a it's a lamentation, you mm-hmm. know. And it's about like how the only way to get it done is to do that, you know. Whereas like back in the day, you could get there were other techniques, you know, <laughs> that you could use in order to get like a pair of beads or like doubloons or whatever, right? So that's that's what that song is about. <laughs> it's appropriate. It's only appropriate for for now as we head into the carnival season. Here in New Orleans, but also before that, we're heading into we're deep into the New Orleans Saints playoff yeah, right. run, and uh, so if you were uh, hiding under a rock somewhere in the rest of the world and you weren't paying attention, we pulled it out against the Philadelphia Eagles, who I believe are uh, at the time that we played them a better team than the Los Angeles Rams. Their defense mm-hmm. is way better than the Rams' defense. And uh, and their offense is nothing to shake a stick at, and we uh, we eked it out as Joel said. It's true, uh, we got an opportunistic interception, which was uh, you know reminded me of Tracy Porter um, in yeah. the in the Vikings game to send us into overtime a bit, um, except that we we pulled out the win, you know, and our defense shut down a prolific offense uh, and and totally rattled. Uh, 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 Nick Foles, um, I, I would say, from the mid-second quarter all the way almost to the end of the game to that last drive, that that guy was, like, turned around backwards in terms of, like, how he was – his ability to think straight and, and deliver the ball downfield because he was throwing some not uh, magical passes. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, for me, yeah. that I, I think that the Saints' defense came through. There was – you know, Joel and I were kind of debating. We weren't really debating back and forth, but Joel had a great point, which was that he's the number one quarterback against the Blitz in the NFL, and he's the worst quarterback in the NFL statistically. He's one of the worst quarterbacks against zone coverage. Against zone coverage. Yeah. And so Joel was saying we should just drop into zone coverage the whole time. But Dennis Allen had a mixed thing that he bagged that he was doing where he was he was throwing blitzes at them. And then eventually it started to work because they weren't able to rush the ball at all. And so they weren't able to get any passes going, and then the pressure started coming, even though we didn't sack him one time. And the thing was is that we, we pressured him a lot, and, uh, and he just started dumping passes down the field. I, man, for me, I was like, I, was, I know this guy's going to fuck this up, man, on this last drive, man, because th- there's a reason why. It's a great he, pass, though. There's a reason why he's It Nick, was right in the, the numbers. It was on the numbers, but I but, know. But, but I do think that you make your own but good luck. But did it have any touch? I you think know? you make I your mean, own like, good luck. It was a perfect pass, but you make your own good luck. Well, it's, it's also good teams win. Like, you look at, like, yeah. you look at uh, the Patriots over the years, and, and oh, oh, fuck, the, the best example was uh, the Giants, the two years they went to the Super Bowl, what, they were 9-7? and seven? 
Yeah. And nine and yeah. seven, they yeah. go in and they beat the sixteen and zero Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. you just win. Like you figured out how to win. That's it. Yeah. Like you know, and some people, some teams. It's like how many years? And and this was something that was in those nine and seven years with the Saints that people were talking about. Oh well, they're nine and seven. They're nine seven and seven. Nine. Seven, seven, nine. Seven, nine. Three, seven and nine. Seven and nine. Seven and nine. I mean. And but when you look at it, and and it was like I think it was like four four games were decided by a total of six points. That's well, and just right. like this. So when you sit there and yeah. you say, "Damn, you flip half of them, and you're not seven and nine. You're nine and you're seven. nine and seven. You flip one more. You're, you're ten and six. You're ten and six. That's a playoff team. I know. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like, you know, it's like, and that's <laughs> the difference between it. You know, a, a fumble or a last second right. field goal, or yeah. it's just how it works. Yeah, you're right. I was looking at, you know, there's that whole Facebook thing. Everyone's doing the 10-year thing, whatever, <laughs> age challenge. Yeah. I fucking hate Facebook so much. But uh, it got it, there's the the Saints 10-year thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we mm-hmm. won. Technically, it was 2009 season. It was 2010, so it was nine years ago yeah. when we won the Super Bowl. But I watched today the NFL films, America's Greatest Game thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, where they showed the whole season. Yeah. Not only the whole season, but also uh, Sean Payton and Drew Brees coming to New Orleans and yeah. the backstory after Katrina and all that stuff. And that season, we got the opportunistic turnovers. We had games that season very similar to the type of games we had this season, like where you're like, well, we didn't deserve it with that Ravens game. Mm-hmm. We probably should have gotten beat in that game yeah. this year. Yeah. You know, kind yeah. of like that Dolphins game in 09 or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or the Redskins. Like what you're talking about. Or the Redskins, the Redskins game that year. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, so I mean, you know, you you make it, you, you kind of create your own breaks. You know, they don't happen just by accident. Yeah, good I, teams get good breaks. The thing that I like right now that's going on is I don't know if you've been reading all the articles because yes. it's like a flurry yes. of articles, right? Yes, go ahead. And so, so the that's fo- why I like having you on the show the man, <laughs> because you, your segues are, are are seamless. Thank you. Right. This is what I do. For <laughs> so no, so uh, no, but like in 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 the in these articles, like if you read what's going on in L.A., they're talking about oh well, uh, Danny Trio brought his taco truck to to uh, the location, like to their practice. Well, good. And like the, the there was yeah, uh, that satisfaction. Well, it was the whole thing of of that that um, McVeigh took his his twenty eight year old. Like supermodel girlfriend to some hot West. Uh, oh, I saw that. Yeah, West Hollywood club and is like hanging out and like the, the like on TMZ. They're reporting all of this stuff, and so you and you're hearing all what that what when you're interviewing these guys, whether it's uh, Peters or Gurley or um, any of them. It sounds like you're interviewing them after they won the Super Bowl already. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah the yeah. crowd noise it, it, that doesn't bother us. The, the, you know, oh yeah, we, you know, we're doing this, and this guy's back, and we, you know, and, and we, the way that they, Tulane's going to cover Michael Thompson. Yeah, no, it's, it's, Thompson. he's going to, no, 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 he's not going to. They don't say he's going to cover him. He's going to nullify him. him. He's going to shut him down. You know what I mean? Like, and the way that they're, like, it's written, and the way that they're not just written, but the way that the players are talking is that they deserve it and they already want it. Whereas the Saints, it's very different because I think that the thing. And it was a, a beautiful article written. I don't know who it was. One Scott of those Asia's. It, yes, it was. Yes. Where he was talking about how that... Uh, that Shout Drew, out to Scott Asia's. Drew won it for the city the first time, and now we need to help Will it for, to win it for him. Yeah, you're right. Like, yeah. And it, it, and it was exactly. like a very touching thing because the door is closing on that man. That's right. And you know what I mean? It's not to say that, that we couldn't 
find our next quarterback in a year or two and plug him right into having Lattimore and still having yeah, uh, yeah, Jordan right. and all of these guys, Kamara and all those guys, and you plug another young guy in, and then he, they just keep going. But like this is this is his curtain call, and and it's not guaranteed. I mean, look at a, look at the Eagles. It's not guaranteed that we're gonna be, oh, fuck. Look at the Vikings. It's not guaranteed that even if we keep this team together, that they're gonna even make the playoffs next year. Oh, that's of course. right. You that's know, right. Yeah. There's so many things lined up for us this year. We didn't have to play in the cold weather this year at all, and hence we got the the whole field advantage. Well, it's one less game you have to win too. It's oh. like if it, it's when you're out and, and you got to win three of them. Like four of them, if you if you don't if you don't get that buy, dude. And not only that, since 2012, there hasn't been a team that made it to the Super Bowl who played on the road. Yeah, that is crazy. Not one. Right. Yeah. So it's been not chalk one. for the last right. right six years. Well, I mean, to me, I, I I've read all that stuff and I've seen how that I, I feel like the Rams have a kind of an immature team in yeah. a way. Yeah. And uh, it's a lot of young guys on that team. And and they do kind of have that attitude that like it's already a foregone foregone conclusion. I think that that you know when you're staring down a team that's never lost at home in all in their playoff history, that that's something that you probably shouldn't have coming in. Like right. you should like I don't want them to have this, but they could benefit from somebody who's like an experienced playoff veteran yeah. trying to tone some of that down. You know, and be and the whole thing is like you see how Peyton gets ahead of it in the press to the crowd and says, like, listen, That's the he's best coaching the crowd, <laughs> and he's like, listen, you got to understand that their <clears throat> offense runs faster. So at the end of the play, you got to be ready to make noise immediately. Yeah, exactly. And if there's any audience in gonna the country listen. that's going to respond to yeah. that coaching, exactly. you know everyone in the stands is going to be like, noise now, <laughs> now, now, you know. Yeah. And so they're going to respond to that. And it's gonna it's gonna make it difficult well, for I love, them. I love the fact that they're like, yeah, it's, it's it wasn't a big deal. We played them twice. Fuck, you played us in a preseason. It was like, you know, thirty thousand people in the stands. No, I mean that's ridiculous. Yeah. Who would even cite the preseason? That's more gets that's to ridiculous. your point. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just not look, a look. Take. Here's the thing: they lost on the road last time. They are essentially the same team. They are not a team coming into the Superdome like Philly. That was a fundamentally different team than we faced earlier in the season. Like, Philly was way better coming in here than uh, they were when we faced them the first time. We and and we, they, they have a couple of players that they picked up, okay? And, and let me just say this. Like, C.J. Anderson, that's fine. There's a reason that guy, you know, got dealt, and has, he's had a couple of really good games. But think about it. They played... <laughs> yeah, they played, they the, played the, Cardinals. the Cardinals. They played... 49ers. The, the 49ers and Dallas, who was on the road in an outdoor stadium. Right, well, it's also, and a playoff inexperience. Well, they, and then they lost to us. They lost to us, and then lost two more games, and then won two, three games. So basically, they they lost what they they were thirteen and three, right? Yeah. So they lost to us two more games. Then they won. The, the, they went the, on that stretch. They went on a stretch of beating like teams that were two and fucking that were horrible. fourteen. And right, then, exactly. and then then they did beat Dallas, but good, I, I think pretty, Dallas pretty was good Dallas team. yeah, but pretty I don't. Th I think team. Dallas thought they were a little bit bigger than they were. Sure, like because like I, like you know I think I think coaching lost that Dallas game. Of course, for us <laughs> when you walked in. Yeah. Oh, oh for us. No, I'm saying yeah, for sure. us. Like when we we played Dallas, like there was, I mean, even at the very end, it was very, you know, there, there was. I think a, we had a chance. bad game plan. I think we had a bad game plan, and and yeah. I think. Well, also, you know that how uh, sorry, man, mm -hmm. but you know how we've had different people in the NFL who have shit on Sean Payton, mm -hmm. you know, like <laughs> lots. 
Who Who's the have? other one, man? Who's Who the other one? All the Vite. Well, Jerry Jones, man. Yeah. Oh, Jerry Jones. Has if you look at the figure that are two Super Bowl runs <laughs> with Drew Brees and Sean Payton, there's three really if you count the when we went to uh, 2006 with the NFC Championship against the Bears. So if you count two of those though, 09 and this year, our first loss was against the Cowboys. Yeah, it's like Payton used to coach that team as an assistant. You know. Yeah. And uh, I think Jerry Jones got something on him. <laughs> Look, we need some big play out of Onyemata yep. and, and Davenport. And, uh, and you know, I mean, it, and, and I think well, we're going to get Jordan, it, man. Too. And Cam. Like, Cam, Cam, Cam just has a, to be normal. But Cam didn't have a great game. I mean, he was a solid game, but he didn't have – he he didn't have – like, because you look at, you look at uh, Lattimore. Lattimore was getting burned, and then he came up with those two picks. Now, the thing is, is that one pick came into his hands, but how many times have before in those seven and nine teams we've seen that dropped? That's right. Right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. even though it just it got, it got That's right. teleported to your hands doesn't mean that you're going to catch it. But he came up big. It, that, was, that was the Tracy Porter. That was the – That's right. The, That's right. You know, well, and his first interception was in zone coverage too. Yeah. You know, and the right. first time he got that beat was it looked like a punt on that touchdown. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. that's what that dude does. He throws up those hot, those hail mary balls, looking for a flag. Usually, I mean that's that's what uh, your boy does. The other th- the other thing that I think is going to be interesting about this is that because um, I only went to a couple of games this year, I got season tickets, but because uh, I've been out of town, I, um, and I went. What the fuck game was it? Was it? It wasn't Dallas. Um, uh, I can't remember what it was. Uh, was it the Eagles? We played the Eagles twice. Yeah, so it was the Eagles. The first Eagles game. And the whole... No, it was the Steelers. The Steelers, all their fans were there. There was so yeah, many Steelers lot, fans, right? Yeah, yeah. And the thing they that's... Travel. They travel. They travel well. They travel well. The thing that's crazy is... I, like, I flew in from Canada today. I was in, I've been in Toronto. And um, in customs, everybody... Like, I saw, like, 10 Saints fans. And one guy was in front of me, and I was like, yo, you going to the game? He's like, yeah. I was like, I got season tickets, bro. Like, what's happening? You know what I mean? It was like, and it's like, like, and then then just being in the airport, everybody is saying, like, everybody's got saying shit. And I, like, you know, of course, I went to, like, uh, you know, around my house, and everybody's like, my point is, is that I don't, I mean, one, there is no, like, diehard Rams fan base yet. I think this is one of those defining moments that gets a younger generation in it. I think there's like people that are probably in their 60s that love the Rams when they used to when be When they were the Rams yeah, of but, LA. Yeah, yeah, well but but right. also you got to think like people that are in their 30s and 40s that were LA like remember when it was a football team in LA, they rooted for the Raiders because they ran the, the That's right. Rams were terrible. Well, they had Super Bowl yeah. 9 against the Steelers. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. In LA. That in was, LA. Their, that was their big, right. that was their area. But everybody yeah. everybody picked It's like it was like at the time it was like the Lakers and the Clippers. You were a Lakers That's right. fan. Cl- That's right. Nobody was a Clippers fan. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, pre uh Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and all those guys. But that that they would have bastard. I remember reading because I was living in LA at that time, and I remember reading an article, and they were basically like, "This is the type of fan base and type of reporting they have out there." It's like, "Oh well, we'll give away, we'll let the Rams leave, and we'll get an expansion team." And it was great because not only did their expansion team never come, but the Rams and the Raiders left at the exact same time. And they a lot of people don't realize this, but they were without a professional football team almost as long it's as like New Orleans. Years. Almost, no, it was 20. Was it 20? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Almost as long as New Orleans was without a basketball team. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And people don't think about it because they don't think about... It's the second New- biggest market in the, in the, in the country. Yeah, right. and it, but also it's like you, you don't think of New Orleans as a basketball... People, like, right. having a... Like, because I remember, like, when before we were the Pelicans, I'd be out of town and I'd be like, oh, let me see if I can get a, a Hornets hat. And every time it was Charlotte Hornets. And it's like, we had the team as the Hornets longer than Charlotte had it as the That's Hornets. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you still can't find the fucking <laughs> right. the thing. It, you know, like a, a, a thing. So it's interesting It's interesting to see what will happen with this because I think that the Dome is going to be completely filled with Saints fans. I agree, man. I, I was in the yes. French Quarter last yes. night. So that's going to yeah. be a huge well, well, thing. Well, that's the thing about the L.A. Because uh, they play one in L.A. Coliseum, right? Yeah. Right? They're still right now. Yeah. Right, right now. Right, right yeah. now. And... Uh, they say that at, at every L.A. home game that I've seen, because I watched a little bit of the Green Bay game, and it was, like, unbelievable. They don't man. do cutaways. They don't do I'm going to say, I'm, I'm seriously... It's like Atlanta. I'm seriously saying this, like, more than half of the attend people in attendance at that game for a team that was obviously headed to the playoffs yeah. or from Green Bay, yeah. who was obviously not headed to the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers is doing this. <laughs> in the, you know, giving the arms up thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on the good. road. Yeah. Like, no, which, no, like, no, no. when does that yeah. happen, even? Yeah. You know? Well, so. it's, it's transient cities like Miami is like that, too. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a ton of, like, uh, like, Giants and Jets fans, people from the East Coast. I went to, a, uh, you know, a couple of things over there. And in, like, Atlanta. And that... I don't want to get I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because we just talked about how LA was kind of getting ahead of themselves, but just like how lovely would it be to like it, for it to be the Patriots and and the Saints in in, the, not in only, Atlanta? Not only that, a little, just with, a little tidbit yeah. is that because it's an NFC host team, yeah, we would have the we'd have the home. Would we have, have the home uh, <laughs> locker room. Right. Well, not yeah. only that, we'd, we'd practice at we'd practice we'd practice flowery, flowery branch. Is that what yeah. it's called? And we'd yeah. have their home locker room. We get to wear our home and uniforms. It would, and it would change the logos on it all. That's right. It's exactly. crazy shit, right? But the thing that's cra- but but th- but think about it this way: like you're like, we have this beautiful stadium. Oh my god, it's great! Like we, you know, we got this t- like because I. I I actually read more. That stadium Falcon. looks like a hubcap, by the way. Man. <laughs> but, but but I read more Atlanta Falcons blogs. Like you ever go to a Falcoholic? <laughs> you you I, I, you I, I love, like you're the funniest with I, that. Man. I just because I love. Do you troll them or you just? Watch? No, I just I just watch the the implosion. It's fucking yeah. hilarious because like you know it because they they're I mean obviously it's Atlanta so they're like tech savvy and shit and they like I don't, they don't obviously not going to the games and they're just fucking tweeting and shit. And so, but it's it's yeah, hilarious, and you watch them. It's like we're gonna kill these. Guys. Like they're terrible. Al, they're now more that, about soccer. Now man. that they got, uh, now they got tape on Alvin Kamara. They, he's gonna be nullified. And it's like fuck that guy. And blah blah blah. And then next thing you know, it's like they got it, tape on Kamara. It's so fucking. It's so hilarious. But but like towards the end of the season, you saw the panic of like I quit. Because if 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 it's if the Saints go to the Super Bowl in our house, fuck this shit. I'm not. I'm never watching it again. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, if you look at this, the, could crush the Atlanta it, Falcons organization. No, it's, it's, it's all about it's soccer now. It's it all about. They just won the MLS. And the thing it's that's all about it's soccer. crazy. Like, you ever see a wide shot of like when they show and and they don't want to show the wide. No, shots. and it, and it, even Sandra, our friend, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, that she's she does uh, video stuff. Uh, some with the stadium or whatever. And she's like, well, there's so many clubs. Everybody's like, there's so many clubs and things to do. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Like, you wouldn't, uh, like, why would you pay $180 or whatever it is to go to see a fucking football game and you're going to sit in a club and watch it on television? Like, it's, I don't get it, man. It's because they're not real fans. They're not real fans, right? Yeah. And then they have that weird thing where you lease the seat. 
Yeah. So like it's like oh whether it's an Atlanta Falcons game or Justin Timberlake fucking concert you gotta but it's like you basically mortgage in a house exactly to get the fucking seat but it's like the wide shot it's just like all red and it's like all empty seats it's fucking crazy yeah it's not gonna be that way on February thirty fourth it, or whatever no it's not well we've talked about the wrongness of like so many of their decisions. Like the train thing. You oh know, like yeah, that's stupid. Nobody understands it. You know what I mean? But 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 just the just the fact. Just imagine if you like. Just imagine like, you know, I don't know. I don't even know. There's nothing equivalent to that for the Saints. Like you no. know what I mean? Like think about the, the the historic meltdown and and the thing that like we're like Saints fans aren't really assholes comparatively to other totally. sports. But you know who is? Boston fans. So as much as we're trolling them and like Dirty Coast put up that that uh, that billboard across from like the opening weekend of <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah, the, the score, shit, score, which is great. Um, so like you know they put up that that, but just as many fucking uh, uh, New England fans rolled out with the twenty eight to three fucking banners. Right. So oh, can yeah, you yeah. imagine you're like, oh, oh we're gonna have like there's gonna be like all these the like, two ultimate trolls. The two ultimate trolls That's are gonna right. come in there and just like. Like literally, you're just gonna be like, "Fuck this place! I'm leaving." Till I'm just leaving. It's, yeah, because you know, no, I'm moving from Atlanta. Yeah, you know, it's like normally you would think, "Oh, you know, we're gonna hang out and you know, Young Jeezy and Two Chains are gonna be hang- like having parties and it's gonna be great and it's gonna be like you know, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> like, Dude, like, I, I went to like three different uh, shows last night that were all in the French Quarter, mm-hmm. and uh, and it, it, we were like, "Are there any fucking Rams fans here?" You know, yeah. there's none. Like you're at the Steelers weekend, there were Steelers fans everywhere yeah. all weekend long. I was downtown all weekend long. They were everywhere. They seemed cool. The only person that I thought might be a Rams fan was this like twenty something year old East Indian dude <laughs> in a suit on his cell phone the whole time. You know, like yeah. texting. Yeah, I was like that could be a Rams fan. Yeah, it might be the one. He doesn't look be. like he's looks. He's the only guy that doesn't look like a Saints fan in this yeah. whole club. But but you know what? He's probably not even a fan. Like, cause that's the thing is, it's like there's he's there's an agent. There's well, there's people that are like, oh, I got tickets to the Rams, right? Or like, I go to a football game. You know what I mean? I'm from LA, or I live in LA, and it's like I'm down with that. But it's like, you know, you're not gonna see somebody rolling around in a girly jersey. No, you're not. You know what I mean? It's not gonna happen at all. But uh, yeah, they just don't have any real fan base, man. No. Like anything that you can call an actual real fan base. You yeah. Know? And we've been to the games, you know, when the Lakers come into town, and they have a traveling fan base. Well, know, well, well the well, Lakers also live here. Well, this, yeah, that's the thing. And the Lakers, the Lakers have a fan base all over. Here. It's the same right. thing with like, like, uh, you know, like the Cowboys and Pittsburgh, especially. Like this, there's, there's teams that, like, the Cowboys are like. I mean, LeBron James is from fucking Akron, and he's a Cowboys fan, right? Because the Browns suck so bad, and you know, the, the I'm sure his dad, or maybe not. His well, dad, it was his dad, or. Is, yeah, people, in, adults in his yeah, life yeah. as he was growing up. Because, I mean, back in the day, back it was like Starbucks. Back in the day, they, you could only see two teams. Yeah. I was a Redskins fan because I grew up in North Carolina. Yeah. And they had CBS and you had NBC. And you got two games a week. And yeah. You got the Redskins every week. Right. <laughs> period. So he basically had to be a Redskins fan. So had to, yeah, yeah. You get that regional uh, identity yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. That's kicks. We should um, talk some X's and O's too, maybe on this game. Well, I, I mean, we might dial up Jaime here in a minute. When oh we're, yeah, yeah, when we're yeah. ready to do that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think you might as well dial him wait, up right my, now. But, oh, wait, okay, wait, I, hold I on, got hold one on. more thing. I, right, I was thinking ahead. about it. Go, the, go ahead. the other thing is, you know, I know you guys had kind of beat up the chopper thing for a while. Um, you know what is kind of weird is is uh, is uh, Cantrell's like, like she's like overkilling it. 
she's just like everywhere I see her, she's like dancing to like, oh, it's Chapa style, and it's right, like right. it's like so, it's like somebody's mama that's like, you're into like break dancing. Let's break dance. Right. And it's like we're always doing like doing what you like. <laughs> like it's like but she's like it's like check it out. I'm on Twitter. Check it out. I'm, it's not the one event. She's like check it out. I'm at the city council doing the chopper style. Check it out. I'm at one show square doing the chopper style. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, just like yeah. The fuck. We could do a whole other podcast on Cantrell right now. What's that? You know, we could do a whole podcast <laughs> on Cantrell right now on a lot of shit going on. But that's interesting. Um. What do you make of that? Like, what's the motive? It's just trying to ingratiate herself. I think she's just like a mama. Like, she's, hey, yeah. everybody's excited. I'm going to keep people excited. I don't That's think right. it's malicious. I don't think it's, yeah. it's yeah. anything. Yeah. I think she's excited about it. And, like, she knows that there's a lot of attention going to it. And she wants to be a part of it. And she is a part of it. Yeah. So I don't think anything of it. It just seems like some, like, dorky mom shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. Mom, stop dancing. Yeah. You know? She does right, look like right. a mom, too. You know, she's right. built like a linebacker, man. <laughs> she's built like a linebacker. <laughs> no, I mean, has anyone said that yet? Because, dude... She's like, remember that movie Ace of Ventura? Yeah. And the, uh, the, the antagonist was the uh, cross-dressing ex-former kicker from the Dolphins. <laughs> I always think about that character when I see Cantrell. God, I shouldn't say that. But man, she's built like a lamb. Yeah, do y'all remember, uh, I, used to, I can't remember her name, but uh, a friend of mine way back in the day, she played for the New Orleans Voodoo Dolls. It was a, a professional women's football, yeah. like full yeah. tackle. Yeah, the full tackle team. Yeah. And so we go there, and, and it was at uh, Tag Only. And, uh, no, it wasn't at Tag Only. It was, it was at, at Pan, Pan American. Am. It was at Pan yeah. Am. Were you there? I'm, yes, you were there. Yeah, I went to a couple. You were there. So, no, so, yeah. we were filming that. We were doing that little pilot yeah. Yeah, with uh, right. Chris Lane. Oh, yeah, that's and right. So, yeah, backyard game. Backyard game. So, so yeah. anyway, so we're, we should revisit that. That was pretty nah, That was a really good that idea. That was a good idea. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah. so, so we're in the, like, we're filming it, and, it, and it's, it's, like, it's like they're getting blown out by, like, New Jersey or whoever the fuck it was. It was somebody. It was, like, 49 to nothing. And, you know, we're there, and we're, like, we go into the fucking press box, and it's start, starting, because it's starting to rain. And literally, there's like, I don't know, 50 <laughs> seconds left. And they had just scored, and it's like 49 to nothing. And they, uh, they, they kick off to my friend. And she runs it back. And it was mo- the most exhilarating moment. It was just like, yeah. The f- and yeah, Chris Lane yeah. is like, the fifth day. That's what And she fucking made it, and then that was the end of the score. It was you know, 49 I mean, to 7. I mean, we, should, we really should... Think about that idea, man. That's All that good. time, nobody ever picked up, picked up an idea like no. that or put it out there. No. And it football. would be like, no, it's yeah. not just women's football. No, it's, it's like, it's such a charming idea, you know It's what I basically mean? Like, people, it, it's, it's almost like the Sixth Sense Stompers motto. It's like ordinary people doing extraordinary, yeah, like... Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, like if you can imagine, like like semi pro and bush league, yeah, uh, sports that yeah. happen all over just, the country. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I got two guys. Every every town has yeah, yeah. That, this kind of stuff. You I, know, I got two guys on my camera crew in in, in uh, Toronto that are in beer league, hockey leagues. Yeah, that do, like, right. like that. There's, there's a place. Like Actually, you know what's crazy? You know? I was reading it uh, when I was. As leaving. we call it, backyard games. Yeah, we call it. Back- they got a they got a uh, they got a place in. Sorry, we got high. Okay. All right, all right. Well, hold that though. Yeah. Pond hockey. Hello. Yeah. Pond hockey? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Hello. I'm A. Hello? Yo. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast, bro. Happy to be here. Thank you. Hi, we, uh, we got uh, Jeff here, of course, and uh, Randy Perez. Yo. Awesome. What's up, man? 
Well, we are uh, we we ran down our little Saints thing uh, for a while, but now we want to like break it down a little bit more uh, with you on the phone. Some X's and O's, dude. We haven't gotten to that yet, Brian. Yeah. So, like, give us give us your overview of uh, how things are going to shake out with the game. Yep. I mean, obviously, I uh, I hope we win. Uh, <laughs> of course. I think it's a pretty good matchup. Um, you know, I, I think our run defense is going to be strong. I think the uh, the biggest risk are those, you know, kind of uh, medium long passes down the field. I think the Saints are going to be blitzing a lot, trying to put pressure on Jared Goff. And, you know, the cornerbacks are going to be exposed as always. And they're going to go after him. I think one of the keys is, you know, the cornerbacks uh, got to start turning around and looking at the ball so, so they at least don't get called for those penalties. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. You know, that hurts us a lot because those penalties, a lot of them are, are, are really marginal. Uh, they could go either way, but if, you know, you're not looking at the ball, then it's going to go against you every time. Did, uh, you, did you see that, 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 the, uh, right. that the officiating crew... Uh, there was a a, a, a pro, not a protest. What is it called? Uh, like a um, that, petition. That, a petition. You saw this, right? Yeah. That the officiating crew, the Rams are zero and eight against this officiating crew. Yeah, that's the guy. And and they officiated the first Rams Saints game. And they don't throw many flags. There were yeah. only seven. There were seven total yeah. penalties. I did not see that. Yeah. I did not see yeah, that. Well, you know what can I say? I mean. Uh, I, I hope that the Rams, you know, keep jabbering on about how great they are, and uh, this incredible run of success they've had beating uh, the Cardinals and the Niners, and uh, the Dallas on the road in an outdoor stadium, and uh, you know, and 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 don't pay attention to stuff like that. I I just um, I think that uh, Onyemata is going to fill in well um, yeah. for, in terms of our defense. Um, uh, what like? It hurts us a little bit not having Kirkwood, but I don't think that that's as big of a thing as people are making it out to be. Kirkwood and plus Watson. plus Watson, that sucks. But Watson is a good blocker. So, I don't so. have, we have that's two that's two catcher. You know, people catch the ball, not receivers, but right. But I mean, Hill is not a bad. He can catch the ball. You know, I mean, I I I do agree that like you know, I think that's thin. probably the biggest one, Watson. The only thing you that know. scares me is that that means it sounds like it's more Hill, and I like I feel like he uh, like Peyton gets a little cute with Hill, like yeah. how he used to get cute with Reggie Bush. Like, you know, you hand Reggie Bush, it's like fourth, oh, and yeah. third, and one. It's oh, we're like, gonna get way more. Oh, he Let's tried do to do pitch. he tried to do a screen with Hill, like you know, out of the backfield with no lead blockers Dude, we're again. Gonna, you we're know, gonna it's get like, twice as much Hill this week. Taste some yeah. time. It's never not taste some time, man. And we're gonna get a lot of. I think we're gonna get twenty more snaps out of Taysom. Maybe, yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, Taysom Hill is... He might just line him Taysom. up as a, as a, as a, tight, as a tight end the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. Taysom is going to be in a lot blocking. He's a great blocker. What's that? He's a great blocker. Yeah. He is a great blocker. It's almost like we're going to have two fullbacks in, in, in the lineup. That, that's, the way they, that's the way they're going to handle that, I think. Um, Except one of those fullbacks can throw the ball and catch the ball. <laughs> And return punts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Blocks. And he's and he's and, and he's, he's a the, gunner. <laughs> and he's the fastest guy on the team. Yeah. Right. Right. So I, I don't, and I'm hoping we see more uh, Mark Ingram uh, yeah. out of the backfield catching the ball. Um, yeah. I'd like to see him run more. Yeah. Running, man. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. 
Yep. Running, running outside, getting horizontal. I think we need to get horizontal. But but the, but the thing is, is they've been running. It, people have been running at them, like running straight up at them, and been getting success with the with the Rams. They can't stop a run. Yeah. We, yeah. But 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 to your point about them getting high on themselves, is that after they're like we held Ezekiel Elliott to forty six yards, and it's like, but he only ran the ball twenty times. Mm-hmm. Like, is Ezekiel Elliott usually gets thirty two carries in a game? You know. Like, I mean, that's he's pretty a high good. That's carry. Still pretty good. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. No, it in, is. It in, is in still pretty of, good. I don't know how the offensive line, like, because you know, like, if you know, if you were looking at the Saints and you didn't know that, you know, if you didn't know that the intricacies that Pete has got a broken hand, right? You know what I mean? Which is a kind of a concern. But the good news is, is that uh, what's uh, what's the uh, the backup that used to be uh, not good one? What's his name? Bushrod. Bushrod. Bushrod is healthy. So. Oh, good. Okay. So if somebody goes down. We we got somebody. But I, I, yeah. I gotta say, man, Jeff is like devil's advocate. Like, if I'm a Rams fan, and I'm hearing some Saints fans say discount holding Ezekiel Elliott to 46 yards on 20 carries, yeah, I'm like, you fucking kidding me? That's yeah. a paltry two points up in yards to carry. And two, how are you just gonna yards. overlook 250 yards of total rushing between my two running backs and call it like, you know, yeah, a recency yeah. bias? I mean, when it just—I mean, it did just happen, but it happened. Yeah. No, I know, but you know, it's a it, to to your point, Joel, which is like you hammer this all the time. You got a you got a dome team that played on the road in an outdoor stadium, right? You know? So you, if you want an answer to that question, that's my answer to that question for you. All right. You know that's that's what happens in the playoffs. You know when when a dome team goes on the road. Except it was like seventy degrees in L.A. and. It's about the same in Dallas. I, you know, but they're playing on a surface that's completely unfamiliar, and 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 again, yeah. you know, I just don't think that I don't think Dallas is as consistent as people. No, I like don't think they think. are either. I mean, I think that they they get into these kind of like grudge matches and and kind of grind out. They're one dimensional points. They're yeah. one dimensional. Plus, they're just coached shittily. Yeah, you know, sure. like like it's exactly like what you're talking about. Like, why can't you use Ezekiel Elliott? as something more than just this one-dimensional downhill running back feature back from the 1970s. You know, that doesn't make any sense. You know, like let him catch the ball out of the backfield a little bit and, and run downfield with it. You know, we've done that all throughout Mark Ingram's career. You know, we've, we have never – when's the last time we had a running back where all we did – we've never had a running back that was only a, a guy that we handed the ball off to. Maybe Ivory. Maybe Chris Ivory is the yeah. last guy that we had who was just like an exclusive, like just pounding, just pounding it downfield yeah. kind of running back. Yeah, exactly. The other thing that that's interesting to me is I don't know if you guys have been watching like Twitter and stuff, but like ex Saints that should be on this team are like rooting for him in a weird, like, like Akeem Hicks. No, not Akeem Hicks. I haven't seen that, but like Vaccaro. Like yeah. it's almost he's he's talking like he's almost on the team. Kenny Stills. <laughs> yeah, Stills. Uh, what was uh, what is it? Is it Harris? That's with Tampa Bay. He's like a corner or safety. Huh. Uh huh. You know what he I mean? He was like, with us. Yeah, but well, it's like they. But the they. You would ne- like once you leave the team, like it's like you could say you know good luck, but don't be like y'all got to bring it back for the city. Like, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like you still on a team. I feel bad for Keenan Lewis though. He he was he wrote this really long thing about oh how, he did really yeah about how how he's he's right with God now and he he's mad for a long time and he just wants Aww. to see it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh well, he's you know, got over it. Damn. Yeah. Well, what else, uh, Jaime? Um, I mean, uh, look, and maybe it's wishful thinking. I think 
the offense is 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 due to, due to be more like themselves and you know yes. a, a yes. lot stronger. That's you know, right. I think you're they've you know so you have moments of overperformance and moments of underperformance and and we've seen you know a few weeks in a row of under underperformance. I think it's just number one bound to balance out um, as things happen. Also, you know, the line is healthier, hopefully. Uh, you know, I think there is some rust with a bunch of guys coming back after some time off, and that really showed, yeah, Pete's injury is, is pretty significant. But I, I certainly expect that to be better. Right, um, yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. I think it's going to be close, and, and if, if uh, you know, I'm a betting man, I take lots over Zauer line. See, I don't think it's going to be that close, but but I don't know who's going to win. It's going to be, I think it's going to be like a, another ten point thing. Yeah, a close a close game would worry me because um, their be, their best defensive player has a chance to disrupt the game at the end. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so I the, I would be terrified if we're down three to six with two minutes left. As much as I've always liked the Saints in that position to go ahead and get the score and just have it and get all the time off the clock, but with that dude on their deep. On their defense, man, that scares the shit out of me. Now, let me ask you guys this: uh, Peyton, you know, obviously, like, on in the Eagles game, he he just went for the throat. We've seen him do that before, where it's just like first ball, throw it deep, and like we're yeah. gonna we're gonna yeah. we're gonna you know put it on them, and, and the Eagles aren't gonna be able to run with us. Do you think they do that against the Rams, or do you think they just start trying to pound the ball and try to do that eleven minute drive? I think the latter. Yeah, Not necessarily I pound, think so but too. I think, but I think. But Peyton's so cute sometimes. You know what I mean? He can't help himself. My my thing is that I don't. They they keep talking about them being a two back team. I mean, we're the two back team. I I don't understand. I don't see how they stack up to our running game. I just I just don't see it. I don't see what they bring on their defense to stop that dual threat coming out of the backfield. And if they yeah. have to, and if they have to uh, dedicate three players, you know, by spying on those guys, you know, every other play or every play, then uh, you know it opens up our wide receiver package. And like, because they're still the same defense that they were. Akib Talib or not, you know, I mean, I know that he brings a certain whatever, but I don't know. You know, I looked at the stats. And I'm like, when did they start gauging that? You know, when they played the Cardinals to now? You know, so like, it, uh, that's, those are not the same offenses. I'm sorry. It's just not, you know. And I, I don't understand how they stop our running game. I think we're going to run all over them. And, and, and I think both roads to Kamara are more aggressive roads. I mean, you know, we've been seeing a lot of kind of screen passes and a lot of those kind of like, those down and outs, I think they call it a power out, which is like it's a guaranteed eight yards every time, but not not much more you're going to get from it because you know you're right at the you're right at the out of bounds line. I mean, I think like on that Taysom Hill pass that was uh, you know unfortunately called back. Right. I mean, was he up at the slot there? Keep, you know, yeah, 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 he was in the slot and just ran a vertical route. Yeah, I mean more of that, you know. Um, you know, more lining up as, as a slot receiver. I think he'll destroy the Rams and giving him the ball in space and, you know, giving him the opportunity to just, like, tear up their linebackers and secondary. Yeah. He'll destroy them. 
Yeah, I just, you know I, what I mean. Get, give them a little bit of the ball in the open field. It's like forget it. I mean, they talk about neutralizing. I mean, Aaron Donald was a non-factor in the first game. Well, yeah. he, had, he, well, he, had, he had he had breeze four times, and I think he had a sack. Yeah, one sack. Yeah. Um, for Aaron Donald, that's a, like a non-factor. Almost. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff <laughs> loves to write, write off everything. He's like, yeah, that's bullshit. That was nothing. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. a he's a monster, you yeah. know. Like, I mean, he he piles up. Who stats. does he go against? Is he he's, Pete? He, Pete? Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, that's scary. I think wow. I think I think we're gonna have to throw. I think we're gonna have to scheme against him mm-hmm. and throw a lot of quick, a lot of misdirection. I don't think we yeah. can just straight up play and assume oh, double he's team. Be able to stop him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's he Taysom Hill coming in. You know, yeah. The double team block. It's Taysom time, man. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ride, I ride high and I die with Taysom. At what time? At what it's point? Taysom at, at what point does Breeze catch a touchdown? That's what. I'm, well, here's what I think is gonna happen. <laughs> that's, what I'm talking he, about. that's the one thing he hasn't done. Here's what I think is gonna happen. <laughs> it's I gonna happen. Think, if, I do think if we're up by three touchdowns, he's getting a touchdown. I think Breeze threw a touchdown to himself before. Like, I'm going to have to look that up. Because yeah. he threw the ball and it got tipped up in the end. He caught it. And he I think, caught I think, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, do, I do think that Taysom is going to throw the ball to Breeze behind the line of scrimmage. And then we're going to see Breeze throw it from there. Oh, yeah. that would be hip. Oh, that's oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. when you watch, yeah. when, when, when Breeze lines up yeah. all the way on the left side, all yeah. the way up, yeah, yeah. every game it's happened, like, what, nine games now? Like one play per game mm-hmm. where he lines up that way? Yeah. And the, the cornerback on the other team more and more every game just starts fading off of him. Yeah. So at some point, he's going to take a couple steps back, get a throw, and then throw it downfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or throw it back to Taysom. I don't know. Yes, yeah. Because <laughs> if you watch, he hangs out in the five-yard five zone so he doesn't get hurt. Exactly. He just sits <laughs> right. there. It's going yeah. to be some cute-ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Sean Payton's going to go after Marcus Peters. Yes. He oh, is. That fucking jumbo con- comment? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, that's all. Sean Payton probably hasn't slept thinking about Marcus <laughs> Peters all week. Like, he wants to end that guy's career. God, that guy. It, it's funny because if if Payton didn't coach the Saints, I'd probably hate him. Exactly. But like, like, because exactly. you know, last year he did the skull clap and then he did the choke thing to the guys in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Well, then he brought he brought in two hundred grand to well, the first practice, awesome. which is awesome. And a ring yeah. and a and a trophy. <laughs> said, hey, boys, this is what we're playing for. Win three fucking games. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. That's great. Um, so, uh, Jaime, where are you going to watch the game? You know, we're, uh, we're 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 trying to figure out what the best bar is. Where there there's massive debate going on about that. Um, you know, there's one Saints bar in the city. Bar none. Bar none, exactly. Um, but it's it, it's pretty small, pretty tight. You'd have to get there at least an hour early. Yep. Uh, you know, so that might happen, or we just might, you know, just go to a, you know, choose some place more comfortable. I'd like to try and find another kind of Saints bar, or you know, like somewhat Saints bar, but not not too sure yet. What about you guys? Dude, you have less than twenty four hours, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal, man. man. Come on, man. You don't know. Yeah, Make sure you get some Popeyes, though, dude. Popeyes. Right. That was that was a game changer, man. Yeah, that was a total game changer. So, did you have the Popeyes delivered to your house in between the fourteen zero deficit and then the comeback? My friend Bob with an H showed up with a Popeyes and really, nice. you know, just changed the course of NFL history nice. this season. Good. Uh-huh. You know that you know Popeyes has poutine in Canada. What? Yeah, really? Yeah, fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's great. But the biscuits are terrible. The biscuits are oh, terrible in Canada? Yeah, it's terrible. They're dry? Yeah. When in the, and they also don't have dirty rice. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. It's, yeah but I'm the chicken ain't bad. We're gonna, well, I'm going to watch it Well, Randy, you're going to the game. I'm going right? to the game, bitches. Oh, nice. Man. Perez will be in the Sweet. dome. Uh, Jeff and I will be at Wheeler's, man. Yeah, we'll be over at Wheeler's. What's Wheeler's? Who's Wheeler's? Wheeler's. A mutual friend. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Two weeks in a day. Oh, you're going to come in for the Super Bowl? If, I mean, if the Saints are in it. Yeah, 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 you're right. Well, we look forward sure. to that, dude. Hey, real quick, man, Any we're going a little bit long right now, but uh, real quick, uh, any Jazz Fest thoughts at all? Line up? Not yet, but, you know, always, always a possibility. Yeah. Word. No, uh, no uh, harsh takes one way or another about the Rolling Stones and all that shit? I mean, I think everyone's had their opinion for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I kind of land on it. It's like, I don't want to be another person who chimes in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but, uh, whatever. I think it's kind of funny because, like, it was obviously from festival production standpoint an unmitigated success. Oh, yeah. Because, like, all the tickets sold out within a day. And not only that, there isn't a single brass pass left, which is, like, never wow. happened. That's right. Like, the brass passes are gone in a day. It's crazy. You know? Just kind of nuts. And and quite rides for the Rolling Stones. So. Right, right. <laughs> All right, Jaime. Jaime, hey, man. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, let's hope we can, um, you know, meet next week and uh, talk about the Super you know, Bowl. Professionally about the glorious victory. Yeah, you're that's right. right. That's right. Okay. Well, best of luck to you, man. And uh, you guys have a good time. And I look forward to uh, getting the text messages during the game. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. All right, Peace out, bro. All right. All right, cool. Later. Later. So, yeah, that's it. Um, I think we figured it out. Yeah. You know. Saints by 10. <laughs> yeah. Saints by 10. Saints by 10, man, which is the last game. I'm thinking like 35-21, actually. Yeah, I think I, I, that that seems right. I think yeah. they get on them fast, and then and, and they score, and, and then it just becomes a down. Like the, the audience, the crowd gets too much. Because you got to think that people are going to be drinking early yeah. and a lot. And we have MLK Day, holiday on Monday. You don't got to go to work. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. And the <laughs> fact that the fact that we're early at 2, because a lot of times, if it's a night game, you start drinking too early. Too early. You, and, you, and they lose yeah. steam. They're yeah. going to be at their apex at 2 Yeah. during kickoff. I'm, I'm starting to... It's going to be fucking loud. There's part of me that's starting to think, too, that like... In the way that the Arizona game was a total runaway. Yeah. You know? Like... Like, we might be getting at that point now. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, like, we've had a lot of dogged games. You yeah. know, several real dogged games. I don't count that last game, obviously. We've had a bunch of dogged games mm-hmm. in a row where you know that this team has this pent-up energy where it can explode if it all comes together in the right way. Mm-hmm. And it could happen in this game it because could. a lot of factors that are going on, including well, think- the... Trash talking the of, hubris. The, of the I Rams. The yeah. hubris of the Rams. Right, right. I think yeah, the biggest exactly. factor of all of this is, and I know all of us are like, we just want them to win. Like, we want them to win so bad. But there's nobody that wants to win this game more than fucking Drew Brees. 
Yeah, and I agree. so like Sean Payton and Sean, no, but Drew Sean Sean could have another ten years, mm. right? Drew, mm. this this may be his last. Like, and he knows this is it. a legacy play. This is one fucking game. It's a you win, like, play. but you worry about the Super Bowl later. But like, you win one game and you back in the fucking Super Bowl. That's right. He is like, you know, people like Kamara and all those guys. They want to win. I'm sure Cam Jordan wants to win, and they want to win it bad. But nobody wants to win it like Drew wants. That's to win. right. And, you know, when he gets in that mindset, man, and, like, there were a couple of times this year where it was, like, you could tell he was in that mindset and had almost, like, absolutely statistically perfect games, mm-hmm. you know, where he's just, like, tearing it up. And you're just, like, it's unstoppable. You're, ne- you're not going to be able to stop this guy during this game. And there's no way to And I have a feeling, I have a feeling they've been game planning for, for three weeks on this. Also, uh, yeah, yeah. at least yeah. three Look, weeks. over the yeah. course of the season, Drew Brees has the – Shortest release time on three and five step drops, and Goff has the longest. Yeah, that's that half a second. I'm telling you, makes all the difference in the world. Yeah, when they've got a, their superstars on the defensive line, that's what mitigates that superstar. Who's our big our big defensive release. end on the opposite side? Marcus uh, Davenport. 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 Yeah. I'm looking for him. I'm looking for Davenport. I'm looking I'm for giant game. And I'm looking for Demario Davis. Yes. I'm wondering if I'm wondering if they move. Uh, if if they start running on us, I wonder if they move Cam into the middle, and then put Okafor and and, and Oyamata. Well, Oyamata, because the, the thing is, is you had you have Oyamata and um, Davidson, and they just picked up a guy that we had, and he's been kind of rotational, but like because they've always been rotating those guys. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Through it, and I'm wondering if they 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 mix a little bit of that up and and get Okafor on the outside with Davenport, and then and then. Um, and putting Cam in the middle a little bit. Yep. I don't know. I mean, we'll I, see. I don't. I, I honestly don't think that they'll change it up. But like, it's a possibility if those guys start running on. But you know, what happens if they make them one dimensional? That would be great. They did, right. it, they did it before, so and they then sure did. and then Goff is going to get look. Goff has happy feet. He hasn't had. Thing. He hasn't had very good games. And he has man, and he has feet. Manning face. He has the two things: mm-hmm. the happy, jittery, nervous feet. And the Manning face. And the Manning face. The Manning yeah. face is that nervous fucking face when you hear that noise and you don't feel fucking comfortable and it shows on your face. Both Eli and Peyton had it. This kid had it last week in a winning victory. And a, a, I think he's going to be very rattled. I also and don't think that they, he, they're not they've seen playoff, the they, a playoff atmosphere. No. Because, I mean, they're in L.A. So this LA kid's 24 years old, man. You know? It's yeah, like, yeah. going to be rattled. Yeah. You come in yeah. and it's like the fucking like the the world is coming to if, an end. If if we shut down their run game, they have no fucking chance. I know I know that they're grossly underestimating. Like from from the talk that I'm hearing yeah. from them, you know, like like that. I feel like that's a very dangerous thing to do for a team. You yeah. know, like when you're talking about an either conference championship and the run up to the bowl. Like yeah, you're right. I don't think I've ever heard a team be so blithe. Yeah. About you know what I mean about it about something being it's not even a four, it's foregone like, conclusion. Yeah. It's weird, you know. Like who? It's why like would you? LA why would you trip. think that? It's like L.A. head trip, man. It's like that L.A. head trip. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, like like it just comes to us because we're from L.A., man. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, we're winners and you're losers. Yeah, <laughs> we're all we're all yeah. good looking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, anything else you guys want to talk about? I don't. I really don't have any take on the on the Jazz Fest, man. I'm I'm okay with it. Like, I think it's great that they uh, whatever like 
uh, Bob Seger canceled and they dialed up uh, Diana Ross. I, that's, you know, that's I mean, great. That's a better lineup anyway, you know? Also, the, uh, I mean, <laughs> the, 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 the first Sunday to me, folks, look up the first Sunday of Jazz Fest. It's remarkable. It's like, I mean, Stones is first, second Thursday. Um, we'll talk about that on another podcast, that whole rearranging of the festival and everything that everyone's been talking about on Facebook. But um, the first Sunday, man, it's hot, dude. It is maybe, I have to look at it a little bit more closely, but I think it might be my favorite day of Jazz Fest of all time, potentially. Has the potential. Um, I'm going to have to take a look at it. And look, I just want to say shout out to Scott Guyon, who did... Yeah. Uh, who did the cover artwork for uh, Agio Jubilee Fried uh, LP, and but also got the nod to do the Jazz Fest poster, 50th anniversary, the 50th poster. anniversary poster, with a mashup of all the with a mashup of all these people. But of course, like as soon as it came out, there was this blowback. There's and always a backlash. There was this there backlash, was a backlash to the backlash, and a bunch of people got mad, including Leo Nascentelli got got mad. And he went out. Why did he get mad? Well, he, he got mad because he got he got painted out, apparently, and and so but but like you know, all yeah, you shouldn't have moved to San Francisco. Bitch. Well, all that Scott is, was doing. Is he was, back? I thought he was back. No, he's back. Yeah, yeah. he does laundry. Right? Yeah, he does <laughs> laundry over there. Over at the Washington <laughs> yeah, area. Yeah. Thanks, nice. Over on that uh, Look, look, look. You know, it's a job for hire as an artist, and. Uh, I, I was fine. I didn't see all the different things that that transpired, but I saw this thing and like he was mad and he, you know, and he was like, "Scott is a liar. That artist is a liar. Why would they make him paint me out?" You know, and blah blah blah. And he's like, "Well, they just say who they want, and I have to paint it." You know, and so they did that, and uh, and I'm 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 grateful that nobody knows that I'm editing these spots for the jazz fest right now, man, because I'd be catching some of that shit too. You know. Why isn't my photo in there and blah, right. you know, all this kind of stuff? Um, but, you know, whatever. Then it, then the, some dude came in and intervened, and apparently it got smoothed over and everything. But, look, I just want to shout out to Scott. Congratulations for getting the nod for doing the 50th anniversary poster. It's, a, it's, it's excellent, and uh, he's a great artist, man. He's, yeah. He's... I've showed you his artwork, right? The oh, yeah, Tabasco yeah. Oh, yeah. bottles oh, yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's that guy. Oh, that, yeah, that guy's right. awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the uh, Bud's Broiler with the like Bud's Broiler. The, yeah. The Tabasco bottle peeing on the side. <laughs> yeah, right. No, yeah, stuff's exactly. Great. Exactly. So, so did he's he the do, guy. He did a uh, Acre Jubilee album. Yeah, he did Fried. Oh, yeah, right. which is like at, the, at Lakeview, you know, with the Charger. <laughs> right. And the egg is being fried on the hood right, of the car. Right. Nice. Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> Uh, so, all right, that's what I got to say. It's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel's oh, Tales sorry. from New Orleans. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Shout outs from Joel. Got a couple shout outs. Um, uh, Jeff Landry, friend of the podcast, uh, is out at the Women's March right now. He really wanted to uh, call in while uh, at the Women's March for today's episode. Who dat? Uh, what's, Jeff. what's the big Women's Jeff March? Landry. Oh, big, big Jeff Landry. Yeah. Uh, you know the Women's March from two anniversary from two years ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Shout out to Jeff Landry. Is, is uh, Cantrell out there doing the chop? chop? She's out there doing the chop. She's probably chop. doing the chop out there. Um, and uh, Amsterdam Philip got a shout out to him. <laughs> yep. He sent us a Facebook message on Friday. That's right. That we haven't returned. He said, "Hey, thinking about you boys. I've been what, what he used some some adjective that I don't remember about how much he's into the Saints right now, and he's also making his Jazz Fest plans." 
uh, with Cousin Andy. So shout out to Oh, yeah, that's Andy right. Too. Right, cool. It's that time of year. <laughs> we've got this big football game. Um, we've got uh, Jazz Fest announcement. We've got MLK Holiday coming up. We've got this convergence. We've got Trump melting down. We've got everything going on. So it's nice to shout out some friends. And uh, also a friend of the podcast, Derek Freeman, uh, who we couldn't coordinate with to come on. He was our uh, preseason, uh, along with Randy Perez here. Oh, that's how I got the call. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's, like, oh, he's in town. <laughs> <laughs> now, come on. <laughs> Derek Freeman wasn't. Exactly. Smoke no, we were there. trying to get you on. We were at trying the to same get both y'all at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, right. But uh, shout out to Freeman, who's and shout out to all our all our friends in six forty five, uh, Michael Cohn Fuzz, uh, Aaron Lambert, uh, Joe, all y- all y'all folks in six forty five holding it down, making noise. Meatball uh, tomorrow, making a shit ton of noise. Uh, love y'all in the Superdome. That's right. And uh, who dat? And uh, look for look for Green Demons and Ego Jubilee out on the parade route coming up. And also at Portside Lounge, uh, just you know, go to the WWOZ Live Wire and check it out. Thirty first, well, Green Demons will be at Portside, and then uh, a week I think after that, two weeks after that, uh, Egg Yolk Jubilee is going to be there as well. And uh, so that's it. And we'll be out on the parade route as well. And oh, the and carnival if, season is upon us. That's right. And if you're in town, you're listening to this, and you're in New Orleans on the Monday after what hopes to be a, a Saints victory. Uh, come out, come to the DBA for for Soul Brass Band. I'll be out there. Uh, we'll be we'll be definitely celebrating on MLK Holiday Eve, um, basking in the glow of our Saints victory. Word. It's a goodlifebabe.com. Jeff and Joel, Stales from New Orleans. We'll see you next time. Yeah, you're right.